I got a band on my head like Carmelo Caution tape with me, I keep me the yellow Whip out my Uzi, that's how I say hello Say the wrong word and his brain gon' be jello Say the wrong word and my shooters is honest Play for the bus like my first name is Giannis Bluetooth's gon' fill him, I said I would kill him That wasn't no threat, yeah, that shit was a promise I never had me no drip or no paddock It's gon' be a minute, faller had a flex Alright, tomorrow's entrepreneurs, we're back. It's been a minute, we got Nanny here. Those of you that don't know him, it's uh, Daniel. Uh, so let's talk about where Nanny came from, because I mean, yeah. your name's Nanny. People yeah. think, I, I don't know if you've heard about like the anime, when they go like, Nanny, and, and people think I like love anime and shit oh, okay. like that. <laughs> Never watched anime in my life. Nanny actually came from, um, when I was a little kid, so my name's Daniel, right? That's my actual name. I couldn't say my own name. Like I had some like a speech impediment or something and my parents were so cruel that they named me a name I couldn't even pronounce. And then so I, 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 like, I would just call myself Nanny, Nanny. Cause I couldn't say Daniel. Like I Trying so, to say Daniel. Like trying to say, Daniel. yeah, I would just call okay. myself Nanny. And then, so like the name came back, I started rapping and I'm trying to think like, what's a good name? I can't think of a name. Something catchy. Yes, something catchy, some short syllables, right? Because you don't want, you want, you don't want to have like some, you know, alphabet long name when you, when you want people yeah, to be yeah. able to like easily search you up, right? So I just, I decided on Nanny because I mean, I gave myself that name when I was like six months old, so I just, I stuck with it. Okay, there you go. That's yeah. a good story. Thank you. I mean, it is catchy, Nanny, and then you yeah, got the yeah, profile yeah. picture on your exactly. Spotify. You look like <laughs> a little dress. Nanny, bro. <laughs> Tell me about that, too. Like, your picture is kind of like... Yeah. Like right? Like, images. you got a Nanny-ass picture there, but then you rap about, like, hood and stuff. You just yeah. got a lot going on, but I mean, yeah, people yeah. love it. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I mean, one of my... Even when I first started rapping, right, I kind of jumped into the game early, yeah. and, and I was like... I love rapping. I love music. What, what do I rap about? Right? I don't have that much. That, I don't have that exciting of a life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then so, so I, 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 met, I met up with this guy, Owen, that went to my school. Right? He was really into, into music and all that. And he gave me this lecture one time and he was like, bro, people like you see like people like Gunna and Lil Baby, right? They have fans across the world. They don't know what their like life was growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't care what you're saying as long as it sounds good. Especially true, with Playboy true. Cardi, right? You see like Magnolia. I can't name one word he says in that song. <laughs> okay, and it fucking true. slaps and it yeah. goes crazy. Like nobody really cares what you say in the end of it, right? And if you play it off as a joke, right? I've never been involved in a gang. Yeah. I mean, it, like, contrary to popular belief, I've never been involved in any of that stuff. But it's still like as long as I, it's something to write about and it sounds good, like it doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah, no, I completely feel that. Even we were just talking before about the TikToks you make. It's yeah, about yeah. something completely like, like I said, I don't even know yeah, about yeah, the yeah. downfall of... <laughs> whatever it was Banana but people love it man people are listening yeah. to it i see you got like a hundred thousand likes people are commenting they're all yeah, over it yeah yeah so i mean you're right as long as you keep exactly, it catchy yeah. and you do you keep it thank you you keep it upbeat and like for this <laughs> the my singing monsters one man yeah. my slinging monsters that was awesome i mean some people some people don't like when i'm keeping it upbeat when i'm rapping about like sweatshops in zimbabwe yeah. they're like i don't know if you should be i don't know if this is something to be upbeat about but in the end like as I was saying, if it sounds good, it sounds good. It does, yeah. And it does sound good, so Thank there you go. You. Oh. Thank you. I know you wanted to talk about your marketing a little bit. I'd love yeah. to hear about Because, I mean, like we were just saying, you people like what you're putting out. Yeah. So tell me how you come up with this yeah, stuff. Yeah, so how I get it to those people. Yeah, yeah. So, see, marketing and music is really complicated as a small artist. Because I'm sure you always see, like, on Billboard stuff. Even when you go on Spotify, it's like it's everything just pushed out to you. All the big artists, their stuff is kind of shoved down your throat. But you never see that for, like, a small artist, right? And a lot of it is to do with like the money side of things. So I had it planned out a lot before and I already knew like music and everything like that was expensive, like studio time, equipment, yeah, sure. all that. Like it's, it's a really expensive hobby. So I was like, I need a way to rack up money, but I didn't want to work a job, not out of laziness, right? I, I don't want to come off as lazy, but it's just, I really don't like working 
like putting my all towards something that's just going towards someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I working for a boss. It's really yeah, exactly. It's really hard putting your all into something that's not even yours. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start scamming, but listen, not like okay. not illegally, not illegally, right, right. Um, but I started, I started going on like dating apps and just catfishing people, right, which actually isn't illegal. And I racked up enough money to you know open up like a Spotify artist profile, get some like Instagram ads, and do all that. And and it actually ended up working. Like I ran up, I, I set myself, you know, I'm gonna make a thousand dollars in the next few weeks catfishing people as like a 20 year old blonde woman from California. And then I'll put that all towards music, right? So wow. I, I ended up doing that and I it worked. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't. It's actually better that they don't. So the method yeah, keeps I, working. But <laughs> but that's that's how I started up. And because um, I heard like Lil Baby, he got rich playing like dice games, right? A lot of rappers, wow. they got money now. But they started off doing things that have nothing to do with rap. So it's like... I, I was thinking, a starting platform. Exactly, yeah. I was thinking I could try and just make my money through rapping. But no one's ever going to end up hearing it if I don't have like a platform to launch myself off of. So I just, I created that platform. I worked at Tim Hortons for a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Scamming is better than making yeah. coffees. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing that. So That's good. Man, yeah. that is like an interesting way. Something I haven't yeah. heard about to start up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like the TikTok stuff, like rapping about yeah. politics, that's not my main interest, right? But it gets people, it gets people involved. It gets people to see your raw talent. And then they check out, oh, he's got a Spotify link in his bio. Maybe, maybe that's something. So I've had a it lot of people. true. Yeah. You see your creativity a lot in your music and just yeah. like your TikToks, like where you're putting out. Like I could see you put some effort actually yeah, into yeah, like yeah, making yeah. it, you know, viewable. <laughs> and people... <laughs> I'll take right? that compliment. It's definitely viewable. Yeah, no, definitely. You can see people, like I said, they enjoy it. It's very uh, pleasing. I don't know if pleasing it's is unique. the word. Yeah. Unique. Very yeah. unique. Very unique. That's another thing sure. is originality with marketing, mm-hmm. right? Because... There's so much music. Anybody can become a rapper nowadays. So it's like, if you're not going to be the best musically, right? Because I'm not saying I'm better than Drake, but maybe I can Maybe I can go on Instagram and like say something funnier than Drake. Yeah. Or maybe I can go on TikTok and, and write, write about a topic that Drake hasn't written about, right? So it's not always about being better. It's just being different. Mm-hmm. Being more familiar. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's something you can definitely say you are. You are yeah. original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good and bad ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, Unique. like, yeah, about the stuff you talk about, like, what does your family think about it? My family. So, my mom, it's actually really lucky because my mom barely speaks English. So, it's oh. like, so, <laughs> so, she so she'll know. listen and she's bopping her head. She has no idea that her loving child is rapping about, like, going to Atlanta <laughs> and gunning down the ops, right? Like, she's bumping up, very good, very good music, right? So, That's but so my awesome. dad, my dad doesn't care, right? Because yeah. I've been, like... He, he sees that I'm passionate about something and it, it's working, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm getting places with it. So he's like, as long, as long as you're not actually doing it. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you've seen that little Tekka interview, but where he's like, like he's like, yeah. I, got, I got black, I got white, what you want. He talks about rapping, like about cars and stuff. He didn't even have a license. You know what I mean? So I showed my dad, I'm like, look, it's really normal. It's not like I'm the only one going out here and lying in music, right? Oh, like yeah. it's, it's normal. And nobody really cares, right? Like, people don't see me as an evil person. Hopefully. Hopefully. But it's not like I walk into school and people are scared of me. You know what I mean? Like, it's... People know that it's just for music. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's people, a way to stand up. Yeah, and it works. So, yeah. I think this will be like the little tech interview part. Yeah. Two, it'll be clipped and it'll be like, he doesn't do any of this Hopefully, shit. hopefully this one blows up and both of us can get clipped in like a genius interview or something. Yeah. Claiming like I go back in te- 10 years and everyone's like, holy shit, he was lying. He was lying. He was lying. As if it's not already obvious. But yeah, that's a that's a big part of it, just staying original. And mm-hmm. my parents are supportive. I mean, my parents got me into music, actually. I don't know. Oh, if yeah. I might go on a tangent here, but my, my mom actually kind of forced me into piano and stuff, right? Like, because cause when I say I love music, it's not just rapping, right? Like, I love 
the fuck art. with some Beethoven. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I love, I just love anything musical. And it's actually funny how I got into music because my mom always says when I got into music, it was like the worst day of my life because I was four years old and it was Christmas. And I don't know if you fuck with Legos when you were a kid. Oh, you know? fuck yeah, everyone fucks with Legos as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like Lego, and so I look under the Christmas tree and I see this big, like huge box. I'm shaking it around and I'm like, hold, I just hit the jackpot. <laughs> greatest Lego set of my life. And I, as a four year old, like I'm flipping out, I'm flipping out, rushing through dinner and I go to open it. And it's like a, a Casio 35 keyboard that I got from my, from my mom. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, there's got to be a Lego set in here somewhere. I ripped through everything <laughs> else. There's no Lego set. Oh. And this box, it's devastating. Yeah. <laughs> this box that I thought was a Lego set was this keyboard. And I, I, I ran to my room and just cried. I was like, where, what do I do? Without even trying it out yet. Without, no, didn't even. I left <laughs> the box. The box stayed unopened for like a month or two. Um, and I was like, what the fuck do I do with this? Are you kidding me? And then so my mom always jokes about it. She's like, look how much you love music now. But in Christmas in 2008, you were ready to go find a new family because we tried to get you into music. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I, ended up, I ended up trying it out, playing with it, right? My dad showed me how to play like Mary Had a Little Lamb. You know, the classics. We all start with Mary Had a Little Lamb. And then, and then from there, I just kind of like everything. I was really bad at it, but I kind of became obsessed with the idea of like eventually making something that sounds good, mm -hmm. right? Because like my dad would play something. And it would sound good and i play something that sounds like shit and i'm like yeah. okay i see you i'm gonna i'm gonna one-up you now yeah. and then so I, I became obsessed with this idea of just just like making something that people are open to listening to right like i'm sure as a podcaster like you love talking to people you love feeling listened to and like it's such a unique feeling of like you ever been like around a campfire telling a story and everyone just like everyone's like quiet Focused listening in. yeah dialed in yeah. you feel on top of the world oh, yeah. yeah you have everyone's attention Making music is like that, but every day. Every time you see someone streaming your song, it's like that feeling over and over and mm -hmm. over again. And I think that feeling of just being like listened to and appreciated, um, even though it wasn't Lego, <laughs> I still, I still really fell in love with that. And I still like that's yeah, that's how I bet it's, this. I bet it's started just showing your mom, hey mom, look, I can it's, play yeah, this, and exactly. you're like, oh, someone likes this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what it was. And, and it for a little while, I didn't want to show my mom because I, I didn't want to admit that I actually liked her Christmas presents. And, and so for like a few months, I was like, yeah, whatever. It's not fucking, it's not a Lego fire truck. I don't give a fuck about that. But then eventually she heard me playing it and she was like, like it, it worked out in the end. And like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy how I hated music. Like it was my biggest enemy. And now it would be like my dream to play music as like a full-time job or something. So I don't know. Give everything a chance. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, there you go. That, you find your passion you didn't even know you had just from yeah. thinking it was a Lego set. Exactly. Man, and it, it makes you think. Like, yeah. my real passion, because I haven't tried everything, right? No one's tried everything. I yeah. could, I could want to be like a painter at heart. You know what I mean? Maybe I would really fuck with a skateboard, but I've just never tried it. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's being in and around like music and, and such a creative field like really opens to your mind to all that. So Yeah, and I think also a lot comes with that, right? Like, uh, yeah. Like you're doing this music, it's kind of like I'm just doing this podcast, and you meet a lot of people while you're doing it. Like yeah. you remember Marcelo, and he's doing your art for you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's yeah, just exactly. so interesting the like creative group that you meet just yeah. from starting it out like by yourself, just from having interest. Yeah, I'm sure you as a podcaster, you're not you're not best friends with everybody that comes in here, but you're able to pick like things from every single person yeah. that comes in, whether it's like a like you do with Max Croom, like someone from who does like online content creation, or someone who does like Spotify music, like. You're able to like take a piece from everybody. Exactly, a little bit of knowledge from because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. has different experiences in what they do, right? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I try to get the creatives because there's just so many different creatives. Yeah, and a lot of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. a lot everyone thinks different. Like you, 
do music, so does Reams, but you guys do it completely differently. Yeah, and I can yeah, take yeah, something yeah, from yeah, both yeah, of you guys. Exactly. And it's just I love that part of like the creative industry, right? Yeah, it's crazy. We'll both go into a studio, spend an hour there, but then you listen to what comes out on one and what comes out the other. It's like, is this even the same? You know what yeah. I mean? Like this, is this the same genre? That's this, why it's so awesome. Like the art and the creation, everyone looks at it differently. It always comes out differently. Yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah. but everyone's in the same like group of this. Yeah. this it's amazing. I and I always it. say we're, we're born in the right time to be like creative, um, like creative minds, right? Because now it's, it's even though it's hard to break into the music scene, at the same time, it's easier than ever. It's yep. the easiest it's ever been to like chase your dreams, right? Oh, because, yeah. because you can post something online, snap like in the snap, someone a label could see it. Someone mm-hmm. who could change your life can see it, just like that, yeah. right? Never do that before. With yeah. That social media. I mean, if I was born in like the 1600s, I would have been a bread maker. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm still a bread maker. You know what I mean? But, but there you go. <laughs> I'm putting that in a song. <laughs> but like, but like, you know what I'm trying to get at? Like oh, to be a creative, yeah. to be a creative mind. I think we are truly in the best, like the easiest time it's ever been yeah. to do. I would it. have to agree with you on that. I mean, yeah. just you could see all the different people coming out that who never would before. Yeah, even people yeah, yeah. that don't really want to show off what they're good at. Now yeah. maybe they can without being so direct in person. They could put exactly. it online. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this whole new group of people that they've never met before. Exactly. People that appreciate them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a friend that's trying to be like a comedian now, right? like full time, right? And he got awesome. gigs. All because we just like force fed him TikTok. We're like, please just do it. Put a video on there, please. For the love of God. And then it it changes your life. It was like me with the Lego set. I was like, get that shit away from me. He doesn't want to be on TikTok. But now it's like he accidentally changed his own life yeah. just by being born in this in, in a time that is so easy to share your work. So it's it's beautiful. It, it, it is. truly is beautiful. It's it's amazing. That's yeah, that's really cool, man. So is he he's doing it now? Like he's actually doing gigs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he and goes he to age? gigs. Yeah, yeah. He's our age that's and awesome. he's and like it's crazy how he he like you have to be anytime you're creative you have to be such a chameleon you know what i mean in the sense that like whatever group you're putting you have to blend in in a way right like that's part of being a creative because you're gonna you're gonna meet people if i go to a studio for example right i have my feature artist who's another kid just like me but then at the same time i also have this audio engineer who's like 60 and has a family of four right and you have to find a way to find that middle ground to get everybody to like be glued on that same page and like that's that's part of being a creative. It's like not only being creative with your work, but being creative with who you work with, being creative with how you talk to people, being creative with like making your personalities match up with someone so you make a connection, right? Like even like a, us right now, we haven't yeah. really spoken like yeah. for a while now, yeah, 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 but yeah. like doing this, we can talk about our similar interests and help each other grow exactly. and take yeah. knowledge from each other. Exactly. And I, like you said, it's a big part of being a creative. You're always meeting new people yeah. and and getting insights on somebody too. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm when I see you from a from a from the outside looking in, looking at your podcast, I'm thinking, wow, like this looks like a professional studio and everything. Y'all can't see it, but th- this <laughs> tripod has one working leg. This yeah. tripod is a paraplegic. It's not falling over right now. <laughs> and so I, you actually get in there and you're like, it's not. You don't just have to be creative with the questions. You have to be creative with the setup, the marketing, how you get the camera to stand up. Like it's so. Yeah, it's all a big project, right? Yeah, it's yeah. So. I find it so much fun and I bet you do. Yeah. I can see yeah. you too. Yeah, You're constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. on there posting. Like. Yeah, it's a blast. And it's it's really good when people always say you have to have a really like hustle mindset. You have to be a constant grind. But when you really enjoy what you do and you really, you really want to do or you're working towards a goal, it doesn't really feel like a constant grind, right? Like I could spend 20 hours trying to write lyrics, but then I'll say the actual grind is just like, Oh, finding time to do schoolwork or something yeah, like yeah. that. That's the actual grind. Yeah, it's more like you look forward to doing this. Exactly. Stuff than- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't feel like a constant struggle. And it's like people will tell me all the time, it's like, bro, like, how, how long do you spend writing this stuff? 
I don't know, because I don't, I, it's not like I'm sitting there timing it, trying to like, trying to get in one hour a day, two hours a day, like whenever it flows, it just flows. That's like, I feel like that's almost like the key of finding like a job is that you want to mm. love it. I mean, that's exactly. so cliche, but I mean, like, yeah, no, like, but it's true. It's it true. is true. And like, you're saying how you spent all this time writing. You love doing that. If you exactly. make money from that, that's a exactly. blessing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Same with podcasting. I'm sure. I'm sure if you're antisocial, this is not your dream job, but yeah. then you, you obviously enjoy talking to people. I mean, you got some crazy questions here. I can <laughs> tell you're a very conversational man, right? And it's like the same thing could be so um, boring to somebody, but, but such a passion-filled thing for someone else. That's, it, it's so wild to me how, like, how like, people are so different in the way where this exact same thing, someone who, who doesn't like public speaking could be like, nervous to come on a podcast but then but me like i was the whole way here i'm driving i'm going holy shit i'm on a podcast i, know, I can tell right? you were yeah. <laughs> so, so like that's really I don't, I don't even know what the question i was responding to was oh, i just I need mean, to get yeah, that no, out no, no but i mean that's good like when honestly i kind of like when this happens you can go off yeah. topic a bit and just talk about what you really yeah. like what the deeper part of the yeah, conversation yeah, is about yeah. here okay that's we've cool. talked about making money i mean that yeah. the scamming part was very interesting <laughs> to me that's something i don't know and i'm sure a lot of people didn't know yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean that's that's a very cool starting point i mean mm-hmm. i guess if we're talking about money yeah, yeah yeah. i'm sure of course like we we're just saying you'd love to stay on this path are you going to school or anything yeah yeah so i'm going uh, i got accepted into law school in the okay. in, in england but i was like wow. I, i'm not ready to because i'm only i'm an only child as well so i was like i'm not ready to leave my parents yet um, I'm not ready to move to England either, mm-hmm. right? Step, yeah. yeah, so I, I stayed at home. I'm going to University of Toronto, okay. and it works really well because, in all honesty, I really enjoy music, but I wasn't planning on carving like a future around it. Like, of course, I would love to stay in it and keep making music just for the joy of it, but I never really thought about like a full-time career in music. And, and then so I, I decided to stay home for university, and it's worked out in such a way where like I'm able to stay at home where my home studio is, right a bunch of friends that help me with the creative process are also staying home or like doing a third year for sport or a fifth year for sports or something right and it's worked out um so perfectly that i can go to school get an education and then come back and work on music all at the same time mm-hmm. and it's almost like i know a lot of people are talking about how right now because you know we're 18 and and it's such a big step in life but i, I like how right now i'm not really doing that big step yet mm-hmm. like i've kind of delayed it and i'm still you know the same nanny from last year I'm going to keep going for like four more years and it, it gives me a lot of time and it gives me a lot of hope and seeing how much I've grown on social media recently in like a really short span. In my mind, I'm thinking if I have four more years to do that fully, I'm not actively pursuing a career in music, but maybe you never know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there's a lot of good money to be made in music. Like I know people complain like Spotify barely pays their artists, but it's kind of like if you ever see someone do like a drop shipping course. Yeah. I don't know if they're actually making money drop shipping. They're making money selling the selling course. The course. <laughs> and it's, yeah, so it's like, even as an artist, it's not like my only source of income is just people playing it on Spotify, people playing it on Apple Music. Like, a lot of times I'll sell features or like, mm-hmm. or like someone will say, I'm, do, I'm throwing a party, $50, just come here and sing a song or something, right? Like, get, get everybody turned up. Yeah. And so there's so many different sources of income and I make beats too, like I engineer it, sounds and all that. Uh, and I do I do piano to uh, piano tutoring for like little kids, right? So I'll hit the studio, I'll be rapping about killing the ops, and then there I will be <laughs> teaching Baba Black Sheep yeah. to like a four-year-old, right? So it's there's so many what, what I'm trying to get at is there's so many different um, corners of music and so many different ways to make money in it to the point where even if it's not a full-time career, it's not like I have to be grinding, grinding, grinding just to go like sell a feature. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's it's money that can passively come in. 
and people they like to shit on like oh soundcloud broke soundcloud artists yeah. right it's like the cliche but there's a lot of money to be made in music in like different areas yeah and i think it's almost good too to not go full time into it if you're not ready for it because exactly. then it, it keeps it fun and it keeps it like i'm sure you're gonna like you said you're going to uft yeah. you're gonna do this on the side that's gonna be very fun for you yeah you're gonna yeah, can't, you won't be able to wait to get home and <laughs> exactly more yeah, yeah, yeah exactly you're gonna be on the grind and then it's gonna feel so good to yeah get to back like, to what you yeah, love to just like release and the fact and it's it's really all about mindset and the way we're music makes the rest of my life easier as well like i don't mean to sound depressed or something it's not like music saved my life but but when you're able to like go out to school right and you put your all into this knowing that you have like something to do when you get home right it makes every even the areas of life where i'm not actively pursuing music it, it makes it better in every way like that right and like the as you said the people you meet through it right like i've met people who have since quit music or like have pursued something else but i'm just as close to them as i've, I've ever been before right like my producer just went to like the person that's produced every single one of my songs he just went to uh coastal carolina for d1 golf and it's like, bro, this dude doesn't work on music as much anymore. But now, because of him, I have a sudden interest in, like, golf. <laughs> and it's like, I never thought, like, I, I would watch golf on TV as a kid and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meet someone that actually, like, tells me about, like, the grind, like, how vigorous training is. I'm like, holy shit, like, this is intense. Yeah, man. Golf is more intense than you could ever think. And my point in that is, like, connect. you get, you get connections that even if one day I stop doing music, like, it's, music has already changed my life in, 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 like, the smallest ways. You know what I mean? And it's... It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a really good feeling. I mean, I can I can relate to you on a way that when I started the podcast, like I've talked to, you're my 11th guest, I've talked mm -hmm. to quite a few people by now. Yeah, yeah. There's some things I wasn't necessarily completely interested in <laughs> yeah. until they talked more about it and, mm -hmm. you know, they showed me what is behind the scenes and what yeah. the music or the creation or the producing is really about. Like yeah. Daisy Lanes, their music wasn't exactly my type. Mm -hmm. They showed me what they did behind the scenes and with the beats and everything. And yeah. it was just very, it opens your it opens eyes, right? Like you were saying about the golf, it's, it's a different perspective. They show yeah, you a different perspective yeah. and it's very interesting. It gives you like appreciation for it. Exactly. Almost. And it's like, you can, you can now go back and listen to Daisy Lane's music and be like, before I would have thought this was lame, but now that I know he like sat there and like engineered this one sound for like an hour, it's like, holy, like this is impressive. Yeah, seeing about the behind the scenes or even just hearing about the behind the scenes makes yeah. it way more interesting, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the after product. You become really invested in it. Mm -hmm. Like I started, I started doing music just to try and make money and now I'm sitting there every Sunday watching like the PGA Tour because I'm like, holy shit, golf is crazy. <laughs> and because my producer put me on and like, even though he's gone, like we still work on music together and everything like that's that. Cool. Like that's, it's, good it's beautiful. Like we be on people. People think I go to like a high end studio to make my music, bro. We're sitting there on FaceTime as he's like in a, in a dorm room. Right. And that's, that's, that's another beauty of music. It's like, it comes from anywhere. Mm -hmm. It can really come from anywhere. Like I love, I love Nav personally. Um, and like baby Keem, right. If you look at, at where they came from, like baby Keem was a Minecraft streamer, right. Nav was, was literally selling chickens in Rexdale. Right. Like, and you look at that and to think that those same people had like such a musical talent, right? Like the, the best rapper in the world could be stocking shelves right now somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think J. Cole said that before. And it's like, it's like music is so, it's such an international language. It's such a worldwide language that it connects so many people. And it's, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, one thing I heard actually is that there's like no animals can really understand music so well. Yeah. I think it's except this, like there's a certain bird that understands it well. Are you serious? But humans are like the only one. So it's something yeah, yeah, very yeah. unique to our... Yeah, I never thought of that before. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good way to put yeah, it. It, mean, it makes me feel appreciated to yeah, be a human. Yeah, if you ever try to play music to like a dog, they'll never start bumping it. They don't understand <laughs> Speak it. for yourself. My dog fucks yeah. about music like you're not. But, <laughs> but like, 
makes me it makes me happy to be a human. I would have been so mad if I was born as like a pit bull. Yeah, and I, I just don't understand. Yeah, this and I couldn't bump a little baby. <laughs> Bro, I'd be so sad to be a pit bull. But but yeah, it's it's such a it's a really what's the word I'm looking for? Like un- uniting. It's a really mm-hmm. binding thing. Like me and you right now. If I never started music, we never would have been having this conversation. It's true. Right. And I mean, I'm. Happy, I'm happy to be having this conversation. Yeah, home, bro. Having you're this a conversation. good guy, man. You, I like the Thank way you. you. I like the way you portray yourself. I like the way yeah. you like. You have a very open mind. I like yeah, how you like can talk about things. Yeah. And yeah. I actually found that with Marcelo too. He was very much like you. How he like really got down deep into certain things and would yeah. You know, showed their appreciation for it. Yeah. And I mean, you were talking about doing the music video with him before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. you released any information on that, but if you nah, want to yeah. talk about yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I have a music video coming up, coming up with Marcelo. Now we're working on it for uh, Shenanigans. It's one okay, of my yeah. most recent songs. It's like the one that um, it's like feeling transgender because I had to cut off the pussy to go yeah. get a sack. <laughs> that one is that one, and um, I can't wait to put that on TikTok because uh, I'm gonna be real mad if I look back on this and it gets like 20 views, <laughs> like like my TikTok. But but I think it can get a lot of traction on TikTok just because of um. Like, it's uniqueness, as I said before, right? Like, that song might not be better than, like, Kendrick Lamar's album, but it has this element of humor to it and this mm-hmm. element of, like, um, creativeness to it that, like, maybe someone might not find in, in, in something like that, oh, right? So, yeah. as I said before, it's not always about... And even Marcelo, right? Like, no diss to Marcelo, but it's not like he has the equipment that Cole Bennett has. Yeah. You know, like, he's, he's probably, most likely, not the best music video creator in the world. But he has a mind I've never seen before. Uh, exactly. You know what I mean? Like and that's why I was relating him to you. Yeah. You guys think very yeah. uniquely. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. People like, love that about the creatives, but, right? Yeah. But yeah, like as I was saying, he's might not be the best or have the most expensive equipment, but you show me Marcelo's music video and I could search the internet for hours, I'm never gonna find something that looks like that. Right? And it's so mm-hmm. I feel really blessed to have um the network that I have, right? Because I, I, I was talking to one of my friends in Anaheim. I don't know anybody that lives in Anaheim except this dude. And he was talking about his music. He's crazy talented, but nobody there does music videos. Nobody there does podcasts, right? And it's the fact that I'm born in a place where I have so many other creatives surrounding me, it makes it so much easier. And it gives you a lot of motivation, right? Yeah, 100%. Especially when you go, like, because it, it's a long process. I'm sure, like, you're going to be editing this podcast for a long-ass time. Oh, yeah. and, it, and it's motivating when you know that people are actually going to watch it and that your work is going to be fruitful. It's going to mm-hmm. be rewarded. People are going to tell you that was a great episode. Because when I first started making music, it was a long time before I released something because I would put my all into it and be like, damn, no one's even going to hear this. Mm-hmm. That's a real shame. But but knowing that there's other creatives around you, right? And knowing that there's other people that are listening to this. And that first song I did, that might have gotten 10 views. But if two of those people are other fellow artists who like appreciate what went into it, that's a really good feeling. It is a great feeling. That's a beautiful feeling, yeah. feeling. I'm sure if you had, if like no jumper came up here like another podcaster came up and said that was a great episode even if that even if the episode didn't do well that's all you need just to be appreciated even just getting like the compliments i'm sure you as well like from your friends and stuff it's just amazing like like when it comes out and someone has a compliment something specific towards the episode or towards your music yeah yeah yeah. it's very like it's such a good feeling such a good feeling especially what you said about it being specific Mm -hmm. i like when people come up to me and say my music is fire that means the world to me but when someone is like this one line you said yeah. or like that that one that one like drum pattern that was in like later in the song that you switched up and even yeah. even when people like hate on it right it's almost like not hate but like critique it and be like bro this one part i had to turn the song off what the fuck are you doing <laughs> even that was just like oh so you made it through the full song <laughs> you, you were listening to the song right like I, I really fuck with how you said like the specific things because it makes such a difference mm-hmm. um it's like the difference between someone saying like GN or good night over text. Yep, it's like yep. it's the same same message, it's the same meaning, but like the 
like the actual like substance behind it. It seems like they mean it more. Yeah, exactly. It's so much more genuine. Notice it more. Like it's yeah, it's a great feeling. It's so much more genuine, Mm -hmm. especially like, and that it's all about genuinity. I don't even know if that's a word, but. I'm sure like your friends, when they watch the podcast, it feels a lot more connected. They can relate to it more because they know you. It's genuine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different than watching like a podcast they've never seen before. And, and that's in every level of creativeness, like genuinity is so important. Um, like even you see like Drake, people get so mad when they think that he has a ghostwriter. Because yeah. it's like anything that's so like ungenuine, especially in the creative, creative world, it's all about being like open. It's all about like letting your, letting your brain spill, spill into your work. And so when people see anything that's like ungenuine, it's like, it's very, it's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. It's really frowned upon. So that's why I try to keep it like very genuine, very, very real. Mm-hmm. Cause that's something that we all kind of have a difference in. We're all original in different ways, right? Yeah, We're not yeah, the same. Yeah. We're all original in different ways. And people mm-hmm. like seeing that, like I was yeah. saying before. And I think seeing that you don't really care about some of the, <laughs> some of that content you put out, like it yeah. sounds so good. And you're talking about some crazy stuff yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just makes it like, like, you know, like on TikTok, they're trying yeah, to like keep yeah, your yeah. screen time, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. People can keep their attention on it because it's yeah. just so different and original. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, that's what I think people like the most. And like you're saying about Drake, they don't like that unoriginality. Yeah, or if absolutely. You're trying to like sh- show yourself as someone you're not. Like, yeah, right? and when I first started out, I had a big problem with that. I had a really big problem with not wanting to be myself because I would listen to artists that I look up to, and I'd be like. I tell my producer, can you can you please try and make my voice sound like Travis Scott? Yeah. But because that's that's what every artist goes through at first. They're like, you know, I can just make it sound like goosebumps. Yeah. And 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 then so after a while, like I realized, no one's gonna listen to it if I'm just a bootleg version of mm-hmm. someone else. I can't be I can't be someone that's almost as good as Travis Scott because when someone wants to listen to music that's like Travis Scott, listen to, listen Travis. to Travis Scott, right? There's no reason to be the bootleg version of someone else. And this goes for everything in life. This goes for everything. You can't just be the, the D-Tech version of like your best friend. You got You have to bring something to the table. Um, so that's that's what I said. Like I have to be the best nanny. I can't be, even if that's not comparable to like a Don, the voice of Don Tolliver, there's still something about it that's different. If mm-hmm. someone wants to listen to Nanny, they'll listen to Nanny. If they want to listen to Don Tolliver, they'll listen to Don Tolliver. And there's no need to like compete. Mm-hmm. Especially, and there's so much music out there, the last thing you want to be doing is competing. Yeah, and I think you can say that like the top artists, maybe not even just artists, but like you were saying, it goes for everyone. Yeah. I think the top of the top people of whatever category they're in, they're always all pretty different. Yeah. They're, they're original yeah. in their own ways. It's Absolutely. not like you have Playboy Cardi. And then you have some other guy that's very similar to him. Yeah. Because it's just Playboy Cardi. It's just Playboy Cardi. You'll just listen to who you want to listen to because they're all original in their own. Yeah, like all the top artists on Spotify. I think it's like like Justin Bieber and like Doja Cat and then it's like Kanye West. There's not many similarities between all those three things. But the Mm -hmm. fact that there is an audience for Doja Cat, there's an audience for Kanye. So they're all going to feed into their content like... I really like how you said that. All the top people, it's they're, they're in such different lanes mm-hmm. that it's like you almost wouldn't even believe that they're both making yeah. music. I think you have to be though. Like you were saying, that originality is very important yeah. as a creator. Yeah, it's what people look for, and like like I was saying, people can see straight through it if you're not being original. Yeah, and if you're not going to be original, this sounds really harsh, 
But if you're not gonna be original, why be a creator at all? What are yeah. you creating you're at that point? You're not a creator. Exactly. You're just you. You could be a curator. You know, you bring bring together other people's ideas. Like what DJ Khaled is. I still don't know what he does. <laughs> I have no idea what DJ Khaled does. I remember I was a little kid. I'd see a song features DJ Khaled, and I would be waiting for his verse. I'm like, who is like? All you hear is do? DJ Khaled. <laughs> like, okay, that was that was something. But it's like that. Even there's like there's an audience for that too. But if you're gonna be a creative, you're gonna be a creator. You have to. This sounds really dumb. You have to create. You have to do something that's gonna set you apart. And I, yeah. yeah, that's a great way to put it. And I don't think I think we can agree. We're not taking away from having role models because obviously that's very important. Yeah, yeah. It's just that being your own creative rather than trying to follow your role model. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can have multiple role models and look up to them in their own separate ways. But yeah. again, they're different from each other. You have to be your own yeah. creator. You have that, to take the best from, from all of them. Exactly. And it makes you who you are, right? Like, yeah. It's almost like our experiences. All the experience we have, it makes us who we are. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing about role models is like, like back to back to my own music career and stuff. Like even when I'm looking at role models, it's not always like another artist that's a role model, right? Like, like I can look at like Beethoven and be like, wow, this dude. Was he the deaf one? I don't even know who the deaf one was. There was some pianist that was like deaf and he came up regardless. And I look at it and be like, I can't admire his music and, and make that a part of my own, but I can look at his determination and be like, wow. Or like, and even all my role models, like they're not just celebrities, right? Like I, I'll look at my friends and be like, wow, I have a lot of determination for like what he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like someone, someone will get like hammered at a party. They'll find their way home. I'm like, that's a role model. Right there. <laughs> there you go. The, yeah. the determination to make your way home. <laughs> like, like the, you can find a role model out of anything. Like your parents, your friends, your, your pets. Like, I'm, yep. it, it sounds like a joke when I say it, but it's really serious how you can pick and choose. Like anybody can be a role model if you if you put them on like a, a pedestal. You know what I mean? Or like put them, like see them in a light where you're trying to take something from them. Mm-hmm. Like trying trying to get some knowledge from somebody. Yeah. So a lot of my role models are just people I see on an everyday basis. It's just my friends, my family. You. The good influence that yeah. on you. I think it makes, yeah, it makes you a better person for sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're talking about the role models, I wanted to ask you about like your influence and motivation. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you yeah. talked a little bit about the motivation. I would actually like to know who you listened to like growing mm. up and cause you're like we said, your music's very different, Yeah. but we also said you take a lot of aspects from different people. So I kind of yeah. want to know where. You know, where does Ooh. Nanny stem from? So my first, oh, a lot of it comes from like the classics, right? Kanye, Kendrick Lamar, not in, not in my actual music. I'm not, I'm not saying my music yeah. sounds like Kendrick <laughs> Lamar in them, but like, just like what learning how to rap, right? Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I would always work on poems. Um, even my grandma, my great grandma, she was, she was like a, a choir writer. Like she would write church hymns oh. for, for like this church in, in Poland. So like she made a full-time living being just like a lyricist, right? And so, and so looking at how different people like incorporate lyrics on instrumentals, cause it was the instrumentals that came first for me, right? Cause I was a, I was a piano player at heart. And then, so when I was looking how to put lyrics onto this, I'm looking at Big Sean. Big Sean Blessings was the first rap song I ever heard. The one that blessings on blessings on blessings, yeah. look at my life. Like, and I heard that, I was like, holy shit. This was a lot different than like the other music I was listening to. Like, this is a lot different than the music my mom puts on, like the Shakira music. I'm yeah. Like, like there's a lot of different things to take from it. So I'd say I'd say my biggest inspirations and the people I take the most from are like like Lil Baby and and, and Big Sean. Um Gunna. And and producers too, because I, I, I really you have to intertwine both of them, like the lyrics and the and the production. A, a lot of producers I look up to are like Wheezy. Um I can see Nav. I could see that how you like Nav because he does the producing and the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not many people know that. Yeah, he he really does a lot by himself. And and something about that is so like um 
what's the word admirable mm -hmm. like to look at to look at a song and and be like oh like tyler creator he does a lot of all his stuff on his own like and and he he portrays himself as just a rapper but if you were looking at him as just a producer i say he's one of the best producers in the world i say like just the the creativity that goes behind it is is wild so i'd say tyler the creator big sean gunna Lil baby and and also i, I also look up to uh artists that come from our own area because it feels like you can relate to them mm -hmm. like in, yeah. i don't know if this is dig writing but I, I look up to reams and geo bands i look up to them in a way because they they come from the same background to know mm -hmm. that they can do it and i can do it too i know and that's what i was talking about before the community like you were saying too like the community around us we're so yeah. lucky to have so lucky. like these people that are very similar to us in the creative way and it's yeah it is admirable honestly it, it keeps admirable. i heard somebody talking about uh competition uh what do they call it like constructive not constructive criticism but mm. almost like healthy competition yeah, yeah right yeah. seeing someone else they drop a song oh shit that was yeah. good uh, yeah no i'm gonna <laughs> I gotta go get in there too yeah I, I do that all the time i remember uh geo bands drop war baby okay i was like yeah. i gotta get in the studio yeah. i need to <laughs> i need to go now that's awesome that's so yeah. geo's gonna love hearing that yeah. <laughs> shout out geo yeah, that was a crazy geo. ass song but exactly what you said that healthy competition is so good because you look at like What's, what's a big competition I can make? Xbox and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. The reason they constantly evolve is because if they're not going to do it, their competition will. Each other. Yeah, it, yeah. If, if I'm not going to drop a song, if someone's looking for an artist out of Canada, right? Like a young artist out of Canada, I don't drop a song, someone else is going to. It's a guarantee. Someone else is going to do it and, and they're going to go listen to them instead. So it's, it doesn't, uh, like even if I say I'm competing with Geobands, I'm not competing with him as a person. It's his music, Yeah. right? It's like, I need to, if he's going to put out something, I have to put out something. And it, it, it keeps you at a, at a benchmark. It, it, you really hold yourself to some standards when you see that. If you see like someone else is doing better than me, okay, so it's possible to do that, right? I heard Trippy Red like records eight or nine songs a day. I didn't think that was possible. Like I, I actually didn't think there was enough time in a day for someone to do that. And so hearing that someone else is able to do something like that, it's like, oh, it's possible. You know, someone went on the moon, we're like, well, it's possible yeah. to get on the moon. Right, just like seeing, having someone else set a benchmark for you, it's, it's really helpful. Yeah, I think a benchmark's like a great way to put it because yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said it best. It's just mm. that competition keeps you going. Yeah, exactly. And like seeing, obviously, I I'm sure you wouldn't be doing podcasting if not a single person had ever gotten successful doing a yeah, podcast exactly. before, yeah. right? Because it would look like a dead end. Yeah. And so you see people making money. You see people having great conversations. It's like, oh, it's this is something that is now possible. It's very um, yeah, tangible. Tan that's a great fucking word. <laughs> it's, it's very tangible. You can you can, and you can see the results and everything. So. It keeps you motivated. Seeing other people do something, you don't always have to be self-motivated. You can get really motivated by seeing what somebody else does. Mm -hmm. I think almost in some cases, at least for some people, that competitor's motivation, mm -hmm. it's almost a better motivation than your self-motivation. Because like you said, yeah. you see someone else do it, it's like, yeah, that's a really I've got to get on that because it's, like, <laughs> you can't slip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't fall behind. And you said it best. I can't even add any more. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. That was, that's, it's, one of the truest things I've ever heard. And it's, it's a common misconception that like, that you have to always be driving yourself. You have to be self-driven. That's, that's not always true. Yeah. Not always I, true. I you can find a lot of inspiration through your biggest, biggest enemy. Cause trust me, I don't have any, I, I contrary to my music, I, I do not have any ops. <laughs> there are no ops for me to kill. Um, but if I did best believe I'd be watching their every move, yeah. seeing what they're up to see and trying to one up them. So I got to get a Draco now. There is one more thing I want to ask you about. Sure, 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 yeah. So, I mean, you can take a look here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you got some, probably got some haters. Probably. Talking I, about. So. I mean, I don't know yeah. if. Uh, it's just an assumption I have. <laughs> and then, of course, you got yeah, the Probably supporters. someone fucking hates you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll t I don't know how to take that one. But, 
But I mean, give, give, give them a message. I mean, first the supporters, because mm. I mean, I see there's so many people that are looking at you and they're like, holy shit, yeah. this guy's making it right now. He's yeah, doing some yeah, great yeah. shit. It's oh. tough to give a message to such a wide demographic. Because mm-hmm. as I said before, like, I'll have my, my best friends who come in and say that was a great song. And then I'll have like, especially when I post my TikToks, there's like 30 year old like moms that slide into my DMs. Pause. I don't mean like that. <laughs> but, they'll, but, but they'll be like, I really appreciate, or like one time I had a teacher come into me and she was like, I, I would love to use your content in my classroom. Really? And yeah. So it's tough to send a message to people that are both, you know, my best friends and 30 year old mm-hmm. junior kindergarten sure. teachers. But at the same time, like, just thank you. Because as I said before, it would, I would have no motivation if I knew that not a single person cared or appreciated it. And I, you know, in all honesty, I don't have a, a tremendously big fan base, right? Like I have a few thousand monthly listeners. So it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm making a living off of it, but it's, it, it gives me so much like motivation seeing that people actually care. Even in school, right? Like one thing I'm going to miss about school the most, about high school, is people coming up to me, people that I, I barely even talk to and being like, and it, it almost means more when it comes from a stranger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like being like, yo, when's the next drop? When's the next TikTok? When's the next? And I'm like, holy shit. Like I didn't even know. I, know. Yeah. I didn't know you were waiting on the next one because I didn't know you even listened to the first one. So my message is just like, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to it because in all honesty, there's like... I find it really difficult to get into small artists, right? Like if I see someone with 500 monthly listeners, I don't know if I'm going to like listen to it and take it the time out of day yeah. to give them the chance. So if anything, thank you for giving me the chance. Thank you for like... I like that. It's a good message. Yeah. Thank you for... And, and keep streaming. Stream Paw Patrol. Stream Shenanigans. Stream My Slinging Monsters. Stream yes, all sir. that. That's yes, a good sir. message. And my message for the haters, also stream My Slinging Monsters because <laughs> yes, you are, are going to keep making me money. Um, but if... I don't really have any haters, but I have a lot of people... And be like, bro, stop rap capping. Stop, mm, stop rap yeah, capping. Yeah. Or like, do something with your life. Like, See, that's what I was thinking about when I said haters. Like, I was sure yeah, there was people that were yeah, saying Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and it's like, or like, I have a lot of people who are like, turn on the auto-tune. That's not real rap. Mm. Yeah, like, my... Real rap is anything that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like, my message to the haters is like, I can see where they're coming from. I can really resonate with my haters. You know what I mean? That's Sometimes true. I'm my own biggest hater. Um, like, I'll listen to something. I'll be like, what the fuck am I doing? That sounds so ass. Um, and I'll be like, damn, I, the haters won on this one. Like whoever's preying on my downfall, keep praying because it's working. But, but my message for the haters is like, keep an open mind because even though it might not be your cup of tea, right? Um, like it, you can appreciate the art or like the hard work that goes into it or like, or even just like the message, right? Like I'll have it when I post something like about politics on TikTok, right? Like I have people that disagree and, and agree because politics is a very, That's what it is, yeah. yeah, it's a very split side. And I really appreciate the people who are like, this is the worst fucking opinion I've ever heard. The beat is hard though. <laughs> like, I, I, you are insanely stupid. I like your voice though. You know, you have a, you have a good, good voice. At least you're talking stupid in a good voice. <laughs> so I really, I resonate with the haters. Keep hating, you keep me motivated. And um, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best message to send the haters. I see where you're coming I mean, from. I like that. That's, that's real, that's original. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> fuck the haters, you all my ops. I got Dracos and FNs and Tech Nines for you, but. But it's um, you know, I'd say don't be more, don't be as much of a hater, but keep an open mind to creative works. I think they should see your originality. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. is like, that's like huge. On, yeah, and on if you listen to all my songs and you think it's ass, just make it to the forty second mark because that's when the stream counts. So I need that like three or four cents. So if you're hating on the song like thirty five <laughs> seconds in, just hold on for five more seconds, bro. Please, for the love of God, I need that money so bad. So that's that's my message to the haters. Make there it to the forty second mark on Spotify. So yeah, there you go. That's yeah. the nanny podcast, my brother. So <laughs> it's been a blast. It's been a blast. Thank you so much. Subscribe, like the video, share this to your friends.
I'm, I'm gonna show my mom. She doesn't need me. I'm still show my mom. If, you, if I can do it, you can do it too. I'm on a station, bitch. Yo. Bitch, I'm your daddy in clothes. I'm wearing hunters like Chamberlain. Fire department, I came with the flame again. Can't have to scam and just money, no shame in them. Bank look like phone number digits, who's blaming them? No one, I'm there, cause you should your bitch shot the name. Bro, guys, little bitch, go get money, you paddling. Me in the trenches, can't leave your crib, what the flame? Feel like some corn went through shit, still came out the same.